When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast on this fine Wednesday in the city of Chicago, the day before Thanksgiving. How's everyone doing? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Greg Braggs Jr., who just swallowed his gum. Wait, I haven't yet, but... You're chewing your gum on the show. I That's just, how we're starting I the show. I just swallowed it right now, and that tasted infinitely better than that Thanksgiving turkey will Not tomorrow. Not doing that today. We might. <laughs> this, we show need, this show needs a Thanksgiving break. Let's just be honest. We, no, we don't. We do. Yesterday was one of the greatest shows in the history of our show. It was, it was but I don't know if we're ready to top it today. I feel I feel very Well, that's not, the, not with that attitude we want. Well, I mean, I'm always ready. I'm worried about you two. I come in here well, like just dominating. I mean, I don't see why we can't top it. We have the greatest guest of all time that joins us every single week on Wednesdays at that's noon. That's true. I mean, I, I love... Baldy to the end of the earth, but I don't know how Cole Komet feels about that comment when he's sitting at home <laughs> watching the show right now, Hogue. I wouldn't do that to you, Cole Komet. Cole Komet is not watching the show. He's at practice right now at Hallis Hall, but uh, do you know he he's doing his... more important things than watching this show, but uh, for Dude. everyone else, nothing's more important than this show right now. Brian Baldinger joining us, as he always does on Wednesdays here at noon. Baldy, how you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. <clears throat> I'm doing great, man. You know, this is my favorite time of the year. Going off your uh, 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 Twitter account, seemed like you, like everyone else, seemed to like Justin Fields' he, he, return. He used the word, well, Baldy, you used it. Sensational was your word, Baldy. Well, I mean, was he less than sensational? What's the sensational. adjective? He, he would have been more sensational if he had won the football game, Baldy, not to quibble with sensational. But how, how about just the last play going to Tyler Scott, throwing a, throwing a bomb that Tyler Scott should have caught. But, you know, you got to make a winning play there at some point. He didn't do it. That's why I would stop short of sensational. And now the chat's going to hate well, me again is today. He to, is he supposed to throw it and catch it? Yes. Apparently. Okay. For, for is, yeah. <laughs> how about you throw it to DJ Moore? Oh, you said he was open. He, uh, when you go back and look at it, he's open. That's your best player. Get the ball to your best player. That's yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's easy to do that in the film room when um, you know I, I don't know what he's looking at, what he sees, and so it's 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 easy to second guess. I wasn't trying to do that, but um, everybody's open in the film room. Uh, you know, when when guys are chasing you up front. Aiden Hutchinson's, you know, on your case. That's a little bit different. And, and it was a great throw, and Tyler Scott should have, should have caught it. And Justin Fields deserved to win the football game. All that's true, too. I mean, look, I mean, he'd been on the shelf for how many weeks now? Six weeks, something like that, close. Yep. I mean, I thought he came out and, and played uh, dynamic football. I thought they had a good game plan. They moved him. A lot of play action. A lot of, you know, uh, what do they call Drag boots, you know, and... Um, I thought he saw the field good. I thought, he, I mean, everything. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was really good. You know, I mean, it's not easy to go out there without, you know, not playing and practicing for a while and coming back from the injury that he had and being able to throw it like that. I thought it was pretty good. Well, did you ever play? I'm, I'm sure you did at some point. Did you play on a team that just seemed like they were making progress that could play like they did against the Lions for 
you know, 55 minutes, but just couldn't quite get over the hump the way the Bears just seem to be stuck. They can't just finish. And you could say, yeah, they finished the game against the Panthers. Okay, fine. But, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, that was a game they should have. I I get the question. I mean, you're up 12 with five, I don't know, five, six minutes to go in a game. You got to finish it. I mean, you just do. If you if you feel like you're getting over the hump and you're getting there and the guys are playing better, which they are, you got to find a way to finish it. You can't just say, well, Detroit is just tougher. Detroit's better coach. Detroit's – I mean, Detroit made the plays, yes, but you still have to – you got to – I mean, it'd be – we'd have a different conversation, obviously, if they finish that out. But that's – I guess that's the next step is to be able to finish those kind of games. But I'm sure we said the same thing. If I was on this podcast and we were doing it last year, we would have said the same thing about a couple of games last year. Well, that's kind of where I wanted to go with you. You're right. If they had won, even by the the, the skin of their teeth at the end, we would be excited about and encouraged about what we saw because it wasn't just Justin Fields who had a great game. And I agree. I thought it was sensational as well. But the coaches and the way the team was playing across the board, offensively and defensively, I've been very hard on Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze. And for 58 minutes, they had a great game plan as well. So I'm like, now I'm moving forward to Monday night football. I'm trying to let go of that abysmal loss. Like, can they carry that over and finish the game on Monday this time? Well, I mean, here's the thing is there, there is, I, I don't, I, I know there is such a thing as momentum. I, these weeks, every week is week to week. And so until you get over the hump and you can win those games, you're just, you know, you're stuck. And that's, I mean, you can't run from it. You can't hide it. You can't, I mean, you can sell the positives. We all saw them. Everybody saw them. But yet it's always just about winning. And, you know, they're not doing that. So they got a great chance. Division game, they, they scored 13 points, I think, the first loss to Minnesota. They're playing, Minnesota's playing unbelievable football and defensively I don't know that a team maybe Chicago maybe these two teams are the teams that have proved the most defensively since the start of the season I mean Brian Flores is doing a fantastic job defensively up there now they lost last week too so I mean they both kind of feel like they should have finished that game out a week ago Baldy did you have any problem with Matt Eberflus kicking the field goal up six to go up nine and then the other one that is really getting some attention in town is up nine to go up 12 versus going for it I don't because two scores you feel like you're 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 safe two scores like are they going to get it back twice and go down the field well yeah they did but I mean you feel like you know as a coach like the three is you know that's in the bank all right and then to go for it you're to really put it away and finish it, I didn't have a problem with it. You could obviously it all could be second guessed right now, but I thought they were good decisions at the time. Well, so I didn't necessarily have a problem with the decision that was made on fourth down as much as I did. Just it seemed like they were content, run, 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 kick the field goal to go up twelve. When you're in a position where Justin Fields just scrambled. He does that little dance. This is a player that when you start to I see know. him dancing and getting that swagger going, <laughs> he, he, I mean, but, but in all seriousness, that's what that's when you, that's the, he's got that look in the eye. I go to my best player in that situation. I don't hand the ball off three times and just be content going up twelve because if you if you score a touchdown and go for two, it's seventeen. Game over, three possession game. Two possessions, three possessions. I mean, look, he was feeling it. Uh, 
you can't argue with your with with your logic. You can't. Um, so I, I, I don't really have a good counter to it outside of the fact that, um, you know, it's 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 a little bit of a gamble, I guess. But I mean, I I don't have any problem going forward Monday night or even last week at the end, putting it in Justin Fields hands because they they had a hard time defending him all game. Well, especially Baldy, because they there were some things that put out through the media publicly and through like Ian Rappaport the morning of the game talking about that they wanted to see Justin Fields show a few things, and one of them was consistency that was said a lot, and then the other one was showing finishing the game. So the the issue we all had was in that moment playing it safe. You were taking out the very thing you're saying you want to evaluate him on. Although. You know, the defense obviously, you know, played great. I mean, until the finish. I mean, they took the ball away four times. They were playing good. Sanborn was all over the place. Um, you know, Montez played great. I mean, they, they were playing well as a group. And you feel like your defense can go out there and do its job. I don't I don't know that it's always just about Justin and, you know, just, um, I don't know, winning the MVP or something on a Sunday afternoon. I, I kind of felt like, you know, the defense was playing good enough to go out there and I mean, they couldn't tackle David Montgomery at the end, but it, it, they, they did a pretty good job for most of the day against that offense, which is really good. I also think, and, and Baldy, you know that sometimes the conflicting uh, narratives and motivations that even exist within a football team in the NFL, I mean, I, I, I get it. That game mattered a lot for Matt Eberflus as well. And to your point about the defense playing well, he's probably sitting there going, like, this is a win I need. This is a win we need. And – my defense is playing well. Let's just kick these field goals. Let's get out of Detroit with a with a huge victory that's going to go a long way to make sure that we're all back next year. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, all that pregame stuff about what they wanted to see from Justin wasn't necessarily as the important. Yeah. You know, I mean, I see it from their side. I'm not saying it's the right side, but I can see how that type of thinking can happen within a game. And quite frankly, they should have made the stops. They still should have won the game regardless. I mean, I'm sure that's how the defense feels. I feel, I feel like the defense feels like they can, they should be able to make stops. That they have improved enough where they can get off the field and and win the game. It, it, you know, the heroics of Justin Fields is there. He got him in a great position to finish that game, to win the game. I feel like the defense has responsibility too, and um, you can't run from that as a group. You know, whoever's leading that group up there. Right now, I mean, Eddie Jackson, whoever's kind of the leader, um, you know, I feel like they, they should take that responsibility and want that responsibility. But it's all part of the, you know, I, I, you could say it's part of the process. Nobody wants to hear that. But they, I don't know, sometimes uh, you, you got to take it out of the next opponent. Maybe they'll do that against Minnesota. Baldy, if you polled Bears fans right now, I would I would say 95% of them want Justin Fields to come back and be the quarterback. That maybe is a little tall, but it's probably closer to 75%. Let's say it like that. His approval rating is His, his, his approval rating is, 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 is on a massive trajectory up after last week against Detroit. Now, if you did the same thing on Matt Eberflus, I'd say, and this one I think is about right, 95% would say get rid of the head coach. So now you're asking... If you do that, you're going to have Fields with a new head coach, probably new offensive coordinator, the whole thing, and he's going into year four. I mean, would it not be better for well, – well, Yeah. I mean, you know, look, I everybody appreciates the fans. I mean, this is what the game is all about. But fans go week to week, you know, so they see Justin play great and they feel like the coach let him down with some of these decisions that you're bringing up. 
And so keep Fields, blow out the coach. Get the new coach in. Let's put them together. And so then you go, okay, well, what's the offense? You know, who's the staff? Like, are we starting from square one? Like, there's a lot of that that has to be thought about, you know, in the front office. And um, I, I've i always liked Justin Fields. I felt like him even going back. I mean, it's going back. But, you know, his first start was against Cleveland. And, you know, Miles Garrett and Genevieve Clowney, it was just like, it looked like the Serengeti, you know, like they were just feasting on him. He was a carcass at the end of that game. And I thought that was just a horrendous, you know, horrendous decision to put him out there in that atmosphere against those animals, you know. But, you know, like he he looks like he's got some, he looked like he was having fun out there and he was in control on Sunday. I want to see more of that against Minnesota and a win. And then I think, you know, can start to make some of these long-term decisions a little bit easier. But look, pairing him with a new staff, I mean, maybe maybe it's the right thing to do, but who knows who that person is and if they can find that right person. They've had a hard time trying to do that. Well, and then the, the concern is that, well, you're going to get this guy. Well, hey, you're coming here. You're coaching this quarterback. So does that limit? Well, here's the mistake. Okay, look, I, I you hear that all the time. Like, great. Let's just say it was, well, Sean Payton's, you know, but let's just say it was the right quarterback coach. Well, what about the other 52 guys? Are, are they all following him or are they just going to, is he just going to fix the quarterback? And then if you fix the quarterback, everything else just is magic. Like I hear that a lot. Well, it's just this guy that can fix the quarterback. Okay, great. Quarterback gets fixed. What about, the, you know, the other guys in the room? Like, are they motivated? Is there a vision for them? Is the whole thing to come together? Like, like I don't know. Like, and they're not, you know, these, these coaches, I don't know, Look, you look at around the league, like how many have fixed the issue? It looks like Sean Payton has fixed things. I don't know that anything in Carolina is getting done right now. I mean, you, I don't know if anything in New York with the Jets or the Giants are getting fixed with these guys. It's yeah. And, and, and not, not to take anything away from what Sean's done, but he fixed something that was already pretty damn good and – an MVP caliber quarterback in the past, right? So it's a much different situation than, you know, something that hasn't necessarily really arrived yet. I want to ask you about that, though, which kind of what you were just talking about. This emphasis, maybe I'm wrong. You have way more perspective than me having played in the league, um, but I feel like this emphasis on finding that guy, quote-unquote, that guy at quarterback has, like, exponentially increased Quarterback's always been important. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like everyone's been chasing, maybe especially since Mahomes has come in the league or, you know, before that it was probably trying to chase the next Brady, whatever it is. I just feel like, to your point, what about the other 52 guys? And I, I am I wrong on that? I just feel like this has been a greater emphasis and some of these teams have been making mistakes trying to chase the quarterback. So give me three years of first-round picks up for a quarterback – when they're forgetting about the rest of the roster? Well, the mistake, I think, well, that is a mistake teams make. Well, we'll get the guy, then we'll worry about everything else. When you don't know when that guy is going to be. Nobody knew Jalen Hurts was going to be Jalen Hurts. He was the 53rd pick in the draft. Nobody thought he could be, but he's the right guy. Because on the inside, all he wants to do is be better. And the guy takes responsibility for everything, good or bad. But they're hard to find. But if you give up all the assets to go get the guy when you and you don't know if he's actually going to be the next Mahomes or whoever it's going to be, like build the team. And then when the guy is ready, 
insert him, but build the team in the meantime with just studs all over the place. And so, you know, I think sometimes, you know, Marvin Harrison was in Indianapolis, you know, before Peyton Manning got there. I mean, sometimes, um, you know, the, the offensive line was in Dallas before Troy Aikman came. You know, they had Nate Newton and they had Mark Tooney. They had guys already there. The line was already there. They inserted Troy, took a one bad year, but they were off and running, you know, two years later. So uh, sometimes just keep building the team with good, solid foundation pieces. Well, and I think the Lions are a perfect example of that, right? They passed on Justin Fields, you know, they passed last year, maybe could have had an opportunity to move up for a quarterback or get Anthony Richardson or something like that. And they have the team and the trenches locked in and a veteran quarterback and they're Super Bowl contenders right now. So that's where I wanted to go with you is with the trenches with the Bears. Things are starting to look up all of a sudden. It, you know, at the beginning of the year, it was in shambles. And specifically with this offensive line, I was not sure if I would want to give Tevin Jenkins a contract extension. Maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse, but man, has he looked unbelievable since he's come back. And I'm, I'm willing to take the risk at this point because of how great he is on the field and how much he helps give a quarterback a healthy pocket. You know, that's what he was at Oklahoma state. Like he was just, you know, when you kind of broke him down um, there, like he was, he, he was the, uh, the alpha male on that offensive line. And you got to have guys like that. Can't, you don't necessarily need all five of them, but you need one or two of them up front to just start the fight and finish the fight every day, whether it's practice, scrimmage, games. I think he has that inside him. He just needed to stay healthy and find his position. You know, and I feel like he's found it. Like, I feel like he could be a long-term piece here in Chicago. How about elsewhere on the trenches? Uh, is there anything else that stood out to you in recent weeks, even on the defensive side, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, I thought Justin Jones has played really good. I think Justin Jones up front has played well, um, you know, defensively. I'm, I've always liked Sanborn. Uh, you know, I know he probably gets time with the sundial when he runs, but he's always in position. He, like every Sunday, all I see him do is make tackles. You know, well, they took the him off position. the field at the goal line. I couldn't believe it. Like they put Dylan. How do you the the one guy who always finds the football? They take off the field in the goal line. I, I it blew my mind. Yeah, I don't. You know, some of these decisions. Uh, I mean, I just know I like watching fifty-seven play. Like it's easy to find. You know, like I I I can find fifty-seven on the field for Chicago. Because he's always where the ball is. That's why. Baldy, can you drop a name of somebody who also would be timed with a sundial back in your day but always ran as hard as he possibly could and didn't care about his future after football and was willing to kill people? And if he couldn't think after the game was done, well, that was just the price of (laughs) – right there? There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was – I I just wasn't born with that speed, you know. I didn't have that – I had a good first step. That's about as fast as it went. That's pretty important, though, first step. Um. All right, what do you make of Josh Dobbs? Bears, Vikings this week. Uh, it, I, it's a fascinating story. It's an unbelievable story what he's been able to do. I I still watch him, though, Baldy, and I'm like, I feel like that one should have been intercepted. Or, like, you know, there's still turnover-worthy throws in there. Not trying to take anything away from what he's done. I just feel like there's still some limitations there with Josh Dobbs. I, I got to know Josh personally. We did this, uh, we did this uh, trivia app thing and so my thing was football his thing was like space nasa you know the planets i don't know whatever i mean the guy's a genius he's an aerospace engineer like i i literally had people write questions for me 
like this guy was writing his own questions, you know, the distance between Mars and Jupiter or something. You know, I mean, he was just, guy was just on a different planet, honestly. Double, but, double the but circumference. His mind, his mind was so, so like interesting though, to be around. Um, he, he, the, the thing about him is he's a phenomenal athlete. Like, I don't think anybody even knew a Tennessee or a Pittsburgh, like how athletic he is and what he, the escapes he can make. Like they dial up runs, they dial up runs for him in Arizona. And the heck, they they traded for him. He started week one, played eight games. You know the story of Minnesota. Now um, he, the story is unreal. Like it, the ending hasn't been written yet. So I wouldn't take anything lightly. Like I don't know if Justin Jefferson is coming back, not coming back. But the guys they have there, Brandon Powell, like pick a guy, like T.J. Hawkinson, like like he's going to find guys to throw to. Period. And he's going to throw it to the open guy. He just sees the field really good. Does he put the ball in harm's way? Only if he thinks his his guy can go get the ball. So, I mean, he he the problem he had in Arizona was he just like it was almost like the start of this whole conversation today. They were in every single game, and they just couldn't finish these games. I mean, that was like literally because I was on the um, All City podcast in Arizona every week. And so we, we would literally talk about the fourth quarter. They were in every single game. Obviously, they beat Dallas. But other than that, they were in every single game in the fourth quarter. And they just couldn't make that play. And goes up to Minnesota. He's got a lot more playmakers. He's got a better defense. Maybe, a you know, a more experienced coaching staff, maybe. Who knows? But, you know, they found ways to win those, come back and win those games against the, uh, the NFC South teams. Well, I mean, that's kind of a little bit of a talking point in Chicago, too. Well, look at the Vikings turn around. Dobbs is there. That's what Kevin O'Connell's doing. Then look at us. We just find ways to lose, which is why Matt Eberflus shouldn't be the Bears coach going forward. Do you think that's a fair narrative? Well, I mean, they did win 13 games last year. You know, they, you could say, okay, they're all one-score games. Well, so they, they won 13 games a year ago. Um, you know, they had a quarterback up until three weeks ago that literally started, you know, every game and practiced every play and, you know, they, they had a lot of – they had the league's best receiver. I mean, they had a lot of things going for it, too. I mean, Daniil Hunter could easily be the defensive player of the year this year. I mean, they're a little bit more advanced in the roster that's that's built. Hunter Smith has been to a lot of Pro Bowls. You you go through the – or Harrison Smith. But you go through the roster and you go, okay, Christian Darisol is the number one pick. Um, you know, they spent four second or first-round picks on offensive linemen. I mean, you just go through the roster and pick it apart – the roster is better than Chicago's. Baldy, we got an unbelievable weekend of football ahead of us. Games pretty much every day. Um, I do need you to help out our friend here, Greg Braggs Jr., all the way on the end. Um, because, and I, I don't say this lightly because I know we're in the hot take business and and uh, everyone's got crazy takes. I actually do believe this is the worst opinion um, that's ever been had. But he hates Thanksgiving food. He is... He thinks it's horrible, yeah. and he's been talking about it nonstop for about a week now, and I think he should just not be able to celebrate Thanksgiving at all. Like, so he should be locked somewhere, like, for a full day. I just – it's it, it just, well, just help him it, out, right? please. Like, just a plate of chicken wings? Like, would that my, be better? <laughs> I mean, that sounds great. Um, my wife picked up the prime rib last night because that's my – alternative so is that is you know what do you think there well look i mean i'm a carnivore like i eat prime rib every day you know like that's all i eat but like i love turkey so i love i love everything about i feel like on thanksgiving just because it's thanksgiving and sometimes like i would i would take thanksgiving weekend to see if i could gain 10 pounds just because i could 
So, like, I believe that meat eaters and lovers of food should be able to start Thanksgiving meal with, like, two pieces of blueberry pie or two pieces of pumpkin pie, even before you get to the main course, just because it's 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 all over the kitchen. Like, right. it's, there's nothing there's nothing not to love about Thanksgiving and the celebration and the meal. Yeah. Baldy, in your opinion, what would be the appropriate time if you are somebody who's going to have a cocktail to be having that first cocktail? Is that at 11 a.m.? No, no, I mean, it's a morning thing. Like, I would have morning cocktails tomorrow for sure, except that I actually got to work for this NFL network. And I got to break down these games, and I don't trust myself to give good analysis if I start drinking red wine at 11 in the morning. Like, I just, I just trust Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's totally understandable. For everyone else, 10.30 Bloody Mary. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Let's be honest here. I, I want to ask one more slightly serious question before you go because we love you so and you just want to give us this time. The Tom, Did you see Tom Brady's comments? Yeah. What did you think? That, and for people who I, missed I, it, Brady's I, basically yeah. – like I, I, it's, it's better for Tom Brady to say it than somebody that works for the NFL, you know, to say it. Because then, you know, I'm in the crosshairs for saying the game has gotten soft and blah, blah, you know, all that stuff. Like we're all for player safety. We're all for advancements in that. But – you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's gone too far in a lot of ways. But I would say this. I would say this. Um, if anybody thinks it's gone too far and it's too soft, like, just go down on the field on Sunday and just feel the collisions and yeah. the hits. Like, I, like, like, Dick Butkus was, you know, he was the original monster of the midway. Dick Butkus ran a five-flat 40. I don't know if Dick Butkus could play in today's game at five-flat. Like, I don't know that he could cover TJ Hawkinson on Sunday, you know, running seam routes. Um, you know, it's just a different game. Yeah, I it's it's a weird one because the game couldn't be more popular right now. I mean, it's it is the king of all kings, I think, more so now than maybe ever before. Yet, you know, there is the other part of it. Like I used to love the way they played back in the day and all that stuff. So I was it was it well, I just was I was shocked to see Brady come out watch, and say that. We're gonna watch NFL football on Sunday that's gonna have Tim Boyle starting for the Jets. We're still yeah. gonna watch. Yeah, that, right. that scheduling uh that kind of backfired yeah. on the uh Amazon Prime Black Friday. I was I'm still really excited about the game that there's NFL football, but yeah, we could have done better than that. Baldy, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks uh, guys. Everybody yeah. should be listening to the Try to enjoy your dinner tomorrow. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the enjoy right. Yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. All right, All right Baldy. Follow on Twitter. At, enjoy the game this weekend. Yep. At Baldy NFL on Twitter. And, of course, the All NFL Show, part of the All City National Network. They had uh, Andy Reid on last week. I don't know if you, Pretty you cool. listened to that, but that interview was outstanding. So um, who did they have on yesterday? Too? I haven't listened to it. They had another big guest. Oh, man, I'll have to look it up. They had another big guest on yesterday's show. As well, I just saw to this, uh, and we have a super chat here from uh, Vincent, twenty dollars. Would you all leave Braggs alone? I agree with him one hundred percent on the food. Turkey sucks. Give me Brian Flores. <laughs> the end. Give um, me turkey sucks. Give me Brian Flores. I hope as a coach not to eat. <laughs> but, but but see, here's the thing, Vincent. That's not his take. I am willing to listen to a take on that. Like, okay. Would I rather have prime rib or turkey any day of the week? I'd rather have prime Including rib. Including on Thanksgiving? No, not on Thanksgiving. Because okay, on Thanksgiving, you have turkey because you, it <laughs> doesn't have to be your favorite food. But I will tell you, if you don't like turkey, you're not cooking it right. 
Because there is a way, one day just, a year, even if it's just one just, day, to spend the time to cook a turkey the right way, put it in gre- gravy with Herb, the drippings, and have a nice, enjoyable meal. You and Herb Lawrence just keep throwing strays at my my lovely mother, you know, well, who's cooked all those great uh, Thanksgivings uh, every year. Let me let me not throw a stray and put it right at you. People like you who force their wives to go out and cook you a special dinner because you're not good with what everybody else is eating, you suck. That, <laughs> <laughs> That's that is just that is so that is that is the ultimate me guy. I don't like that. You know guy. what you are a five year old. Yeah, I don't. When want you have to make the separate kids meal besides right. what you're making this in the ain't house. Prime rib made a kids meal. Exactly. Right? It's it even is worse. You. It's even worse. Go out and find me a prime rib. By the way, spend that extra money right. too. Uh, right. and, and, Can't and, just put the frozen chicken nuggets in the microwave yeah. for twenty seconds. <laughs> have to actually go out and get a prime rib. I'm, I'm going to share the prime rib. I'm gonna, I bet you they'll have some too. <laughs> Brandon, I'm special. $5. Happy Thanksgiving, fellas, including the Thanksgiving Grinch brags. That's a good way to put it. I, for one, am thankful for CHGO and all the hard work you put in. Go Bears. Thank you very much. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. you're the best. Yeah. You know, I just thought of this, so I don't want to lose it in my head before we get to a break here. We were talking about quarterbacks and teams like, you know, going all in on trying to find that guy when it's not a guaranteed thing. You mentioned Jared Goff and what the Lions are doing. You know, even Jalen Hurts, I would throw in that conversation, though, because Jalen Hurts was a second-round pick. And are we sure he's like – like, and this is coming from me, Mr. Jalen Hurts president fan club. I mean, I was banging the table for the Bears to draft him. I Same. love it. He's, he's, he's one of my – if we're going personally, like one of my best hits I've ever had when it comes to quarterback evaluation – I'm still not sure he's like the top of the top tier. I almost think, you know what I think Jalen Hurts is kind of like? He's almost like Jim McMahon, like being the perfect fit for an already really good team around him. You know what I mean? Like, But the guy that they still needed to complete the whole thing, run the offense efficiently enough with that great defense and just win football games. But like Patrick Mahomes is way better than Jalen Hurts. Just pound for pound. This is why I would I would say last year, if you, and a lot of Bears fans said it too, if you put Justin Fields on the Eagles last year, how did they do? You know, because they have a similar skill set. He can, Justin Fields can make the throws Jalen Hurts makes, throwing jump balls to AJ Brown, and and the way they play design. We watched it the other night on Monday Night Football when they pulled the two guards to the right side, and Jalen Hurts walked into the end zone. Like you think Justin Fields couldn't do that? A hundred percent. And and then you'd hear Eagles fans like catch wind of this insane take, and they'd be like, "How disrespectful!" Jalen Hurts has this, this, this as far as the numbers well i i agree with you to an extent um that they have such a good team you you put a lot of quarterbacks in that situation and they're going to flourish and again i'm not trying to take away anything away from jalen hurts at all he's been unbelievable he's top five quarterback and he puts it all together on a great football team but i just i i think that um great new computer don't know how to turn out the sound now i have to click off when i need it all right keep going (laughs) What's that computer called again? It's a. It's an LG. It's a cram. No, it says no. It says a cram cram on the front. You bought a cram computer. I did buy a cram. It says cram, but we're gonna call it the cram. No one's ever heard of that computer. And I hate it already. And. Well, yes, you bought a computer. No one's ever heard of. He bought a computer from Walmart. 
You let's... no, I didn't. I went to an upper level store and and, oh, I, and I got, and I got upper talked level. Uh, upper level, buddy. And I got talked into it. <laughs> that and... Target over there down the street it okay. is on an upper okay. level. Okay. okay. No, he actually did go upper level. About <laughs> uh, Target. Want the I went to Target. <laughs> it's upper level enough <laughs> that he doesn't want to under th- over. Uh, yeah, he doesn't want to potential advertiser. I'm sure they're great. Uh, but we're gonna have a, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a discussion. I don't about think this it's computer. the company. It might be the one guy who. Comp- Talked you into the cram computer. The cram computer, huh? Yeah. Well, it's certainly acting like cram. Yeah, I hate it. All right, but the but, uh, it's uh, making cram, noises at times cram, when we're cram trying to talk about a gram. Well, but it, I, I your just, computer is you. I'm just, I'm just, I ah. look. <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> good one. Clip that. I would, <laughs> I would also like to do, just, happy uh, Thanksgiving, buddy. Yeah, hey, it's good, great to be with you. You're, you're my guy. <laughs> you too, buddy. Listen, enough with it. Stop comparing, please. Jalen Hurts MVP, uh, right? What? What? He and can what? Be MVP though. What's that? He can be MVP. I, you don't like my Jim McMahon comparison? I thought no, I, I no, I don't because McMahon, if he had stayed healthy, would have fit into a zillion different offenses. He just got hurt, and so he, this Jim McMahon was. You think Jim McMahon's better than Jalen Hurts? Well, yes, by a. To go, I don't want to throw references that people don't get, but Glenn Kozlowski played with Jim McMahon and Steve Young in college. Said that McMahon was better. I mean, McMahon was McMahon was a kingpin until he until he got his shoulder dumped on by Charles Martin and he couldn't throw the ball anymore. You make the same argument I made about Jim McMahon with Steve Young in the 49ers. What with, with Jalen Hurts? You're going to say that Jalen Hurts is better than Steve Young? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm talking. I'm trying to make this historical comparison I know, but I'm saying you could about try- how I think in the past there were guys that just were just fit perfectly in their right spots, and teams weren't selling out three years of first round picks to go get them to just right. chase the next Patrick Mahomes, who's a unicorn. Which, You're not going to find that guy. Yeah, I got it. Which and and that point is is what I've been saying. By the way, like I think we've seen enough from Justin. He's he's good enough to win if you feel like I guess that's what I'm getting at. Can Justin be that guy if right. they keep building around him? I and right. And I and I've said like I've seen enough. I don't need to see anymore. If you think that you can win with him, there's a plenty enough talent there that in if you if you have a system that you think can that he can flourish in, then you know, to me we don't you don't need to be looking elsewhere but you got you have to be able to do that i just i also get annoyed on the other side it's like look the the jared goff conversation we're having now and now we're now we're doing jalen hurts jared goff got votes in the athletic poll of the best players in the game two and a half percent of the nfl voted for him as the best player rated or best i thought it was best or if there are players in the league that voted Jared Goff the best player well, in the NFL over Patrick Mahomes, it would be I'm Jared quitting Goff. my job and just joining a, a different. I, I, I was surprised by that too, for the record. <laughs> so maybe it was underrated. Maybe it was under underrated. Makes sense. We, we can go back and check. Regardless, he was on. He was on one of the lists, and in here we're. 2.4% voted Jared Goff the best player in the NFL. The best player in the NFL. Okay. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Oh, no. I'm going to go rethink my life. That is oh. crazy, but but the oh. point is, as crazy as you think that is, there are 2.5% of the N- uh, that think that, and on this show, we're like, oh, there's no way that, that Ben Johnson would, would take J- Jared Goff over Justin Fields. It's like, I, I mean, I feel like it's crazy. How many Detroit Lions did they, now I need to know from the athletic, how many Detroit Lions they polled. 
Right, so now we're going to go down that road. But the, even if it was Detroit. It had to be Detroit Lions okay, that, that but, voted but, for but, him. But, like, come on, man. Like, the, it, it, imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine if it was, if Justin Fields had the numbers that Jared Goff had. All right, and then and then we had this, and then we had the other side. This golf guy up in Detroit, who's this is two different conversations, though. No one's arguing that Justin Fields has played quarterback but, better than Jared Goff has. That would be a false argument. This is the Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers argument that you used to always have. Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time because of everything he did and all the winning. Aaron Rodgers, pound for pound, was way more talented. I agree with you on that one. Well, this is what we're saying. But, is but, Justin but, Fields but, more talented than Jared Goff? But, he's, but Justin Fields is more talented than Joe Montana. He's more talented than... That's all we're saying. No one's saying that he's yeah. better. So stop. Or put together a better <laughs> career. So why even say that more talented? Like, what's all the point those, of that? All those crazy Detroiters that get, came after us on Twitter this week. Like, settle down. What, all we said was, <laughs> if you put True Serum in Ben Johnson, if he's taking over a team, which quarterback is he taking? Yeah, and he's taking golf. Maybe. I don't agree with that, though. I think you'd want to build around fields. You can't, but you can't, you, can't, you can't do it on based on talent. Because if you were going to do that historically to the NFL, Justin Fields, what, I don't know, so top, he, top so 10 here's of all the, time? Here's the thing. How to, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not going to go like that. So here's the thing. When you talk about some of these teams that are trying to make their push to be competitive – what they run into, though, is the buzzsaw of winning the Super Bowl. And if you want to win the Super Bowl and you want to beat Patrick Mahomes, you got to have a dynamic quarterback eventually. Like Jared Goff, what we saw here on Sunday with the three picks, like that's his going to be – that's going to be the – at some point they're going to have to upgrade that position. If you want to take down the top quarterbacks in this league, I mean the Eagles were the best defense in football and last year they gave up 38 points in the Super Bowl. You got to outscore Patrick Mahomes once you get there. Now, you want to build a competitive team first and get to the playoffs first? Yeah, that's a good step-by-step process. But eventually, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And to do that, you got to have a great quarterback. So I actually don't mind teams trying to find those players. I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I. if I had to put my money on it, I don't think the Lions win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I, I think they can get there. We've seen Jimmy Garoppolo get there, but then who does he run into, right? Like, And, and, and I'm not going to rule it out completely because Nick Foles did beat Tom Brady. Right. How was Nick that, Foles that and, and uh, Joe Flacco are outliers. It, it, but, and so maybe Jared Goff can be that outlier, but most times you get to the, to the big game at the end and the better quarterback wins. Most times. Right. That's, it, it's, in this era of the NFL, at least, that's for sure. All right. Um, are you in the market for a new vehicle? We had some people out at the show yesterday that were in the market for new vehicles, couple and they cars. got new vehicles yep. yesterday. Couple cars How about that? Uh, if you are, then we have great news for you. You already know this, but uh, we're on the same team as Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Fox Lake. We were out there yesterday with Cole Komet. Great location. Uh, had a great time out there. And at Ray CDGAR, you are always able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. If you came out yesterday, you saw their endless parking lots of property they've taken over in Fox Lake with all their vehicles. They actually own all of Fox Lake. They basically do. And right now, during the Black Friday sales event at Ray CDJR in Fox Lake, 0% financing is now available on select new models all month long. Um, big Black Friday event. If you go in on Friday, they also have 
uh, a bunch of used vehicles they're selling for under $10,000. If you want to go that route, that is Friday only. Go check them out. And that's not all because just for listening, you, we're talking to you, who loves free oil changes? Everybody loves free Everybody. oil changes. Uh, when even Braggs, who hates Thanksgiving food, loves free oil I'd changes. I'd rather drink oil. He'd, ra- than he'd rather <laughs> pay for an oil change at his place than get a free oil change at Ray. That's the type of Thanksgiving take that you're having. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically, yes, that actually is. But when you mention CHGO at the service counter or mention CHGO when you book online at raycdjr slash service, um, you will get a free oil change if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, for more information visit RayCDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com. Serving the community since 1963. There is so much to be thankful for this Thanksgiving week, this holiday season. Braggs, Hogue, Lawrence, Jake, Kevin, you watching, listening, commenting. People that like me, people that don't like me. Don't make this about me, Carm. Uh, Family, friends, food, and the NFL football all week long is going to be awesome. So, look, take up your excitement level another drop. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping you Thanksgiving week full of all the action. New customers, bet 5 bucks on the NFL action, and you get $150 instantly in bonus bets. No matter your appetite, if you're eating prime rib or turkey or whatever, there is something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they got it. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers bet five on the NFL Thanksgiving action. You get $150 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use that code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-8- 467-3869 in West Virginia. Visit www.100gambler.net. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available. A problem calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. I may have a Boudou Casino Resort, Kansas. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states and age does vary by just jurisdiction. See DraftKings Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Nicholas Moriano covers the Chicago Bears for CHGO. Proud of you. He is a... We're we're doing a show over here. (laughs) Nicholas clapping for... uh Carm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you, mm-hmm. we have to okay. acknowledge the greatness of that Thank execution you. every Thank time. It, I, since I have a problem with self-validation, I appreciate everybody saying nice things about me. Hi, Nick. What's up, you guys? Uh, what kind of shenanigans are going on there today? What, just in the room I'm in or just what uh, Iberflus had to say? I mean, this is pretty standard here where I'm at, but, um, you well, know, Flus just being Flus, you guys. I was going to say, no, you cover the Bears. They're shenanigans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What, shena- what are the shenanigans today? Let's start with the, the first shenanigan. Uh, Iberflus was asked a, a tough question, you guys. Do you feel pressure to prove yourself to management that you should be the long-term head coach? And this is how Iberflus started question. off. I bet you you won't guess it, Carm. Larry Mayer. Mark, he sits next to you when, you, when you're at House Hall. You're telling me that... Um, who sits next to me at Hallis Hall? Rick Gregg asked that question. I knew you were gonna say Rick Gregg. Who's not there when Rick? Who sits next to you when Rick Gregg's not there? Come on, you. Come on. 
Well, no, I always sit. Uh, no. I don't know who sits next to me. Kevin Powell. Oh, KP yes. went for it. Yeah. That's my guy. That's why I teed you up on that. Okay, Kevin Powell. Okay. That was a waste of 20 seconds. He wants no to come reason. in and I do apologize, this. Nick. Yeah, that was a bad job. He, sits <laughs> in, get, he doesn't get. sit next to me. He sits in my seat. He takes my seat, which is uh, incorrect. No but here's the, here's the response that Matt Eberflus gave to Kevin. Uh, he starts this with, I could see progress. And he shows the players that real tangible progress. It doesn't it's not, Obviously not in terms of wins, but then he went on to say, in terms of the pressure part of the question, that's the NFL, right? It's about executing week-to-week league. The story of the world is written every single week. And so that's why it goes out, why it goes, and that's where it's at. That's the life we live. And he said, I've been living it a long time. That's the way it goes. So I don't know. If, is that Eberflus coming to grips with the reality of the situation? Is that Eberflus, you know, thinking that he's maybe in a good spot? I don't, I don't know exactly. But it was a tough question. And, of course, you know, as Eberflus started answering it, he gets further and further away from actually giving substance. But I thought at the end there, there's a little bit of something where, hey, this is the NFL, right? It's a week-to-week league. So um, that was uh, one of the highlight portions of this of the today's press conference. But I thought the whole Montez Sweat and the snaps, how it was handled, what do you want to see from Montez Sweat? And I think a lot of it's being highlighted in that 11-play drive, you guys, where Montez Sweat did play on eight of those plays. He missed plays six, seven, and eight when I went back and watched the tape. But Iberflus was saying certainly he wants to see those snaps rise. He said it is rising, will continue to rise, and – you know, he'll be more in there as, as they keep on kind of putting him into the rotations. And, of course, they want to see their top edge rusher and the critical downs, which to Eberflus and to make sure what we're all on the same page with what critical downs are, it's the third downs, the two-minute drills, all those types of things. So, you know, we I think just when we go back and watch the Lions tape, they're just – there weren't those those times where you want to see number 98 out there for whatever reason. But, yeah, that was also a big part of what was uh, discussed today. Did we get any um, answers? I, I know there was, uh, there was the Montez Sweat stuff. There was also talk about why Terrell Smith was on the field, why Jack Sandberg was off the field in key moments. Did, did, it seemed like a lot of the press conference today was about playing time. What, what else did we learn about those other situations? Yeah, for Edmonds, he played 41 snaps and, you know, he was still dealing with a knee injury and he didn't play any snaps on the final uh, drive of the game. But uh, Iberflus is hopeful that he will be, you know, back to normal. It's looking good right now. But he also said that Edmonds came out of that game fine. So you're hoping that he can get ramped up. But, um, you know, Courtney Cronin asked a good question, like injured or damned, do you get your best linebacker out out in the field? And Iraflu said, yeah, you can do that, but you have to be mindful of the player's health. And I, I think you do have to consider that. But, you know, if Edmonds left that game, uh, you know, the same way he entered it, I wonder, you, you just got to find a way to get your, your best linebacker on the field, the one that you're paying the most money to. And I thought the Terrell Smith answer, you guys, was really interesting for Matt Iberflu. Um, You know, he got, I think, 13 snaps in place of Tyreek Stevenson. Uh, for the game, but he said that he's been practicing really well and they really like Smitty. Um, and he said it's really important to get those young guys, you know, those game-like reps. But then he said this, with Smitty coming in there, great, really good young player that's developing, needs to get those situations in there so he can continue to grow as a player moving forward because he's going to be a big part of our future. Mm-hmm. And we all know with like Jalen Johnson, obviously not getting the contract, he had two opportunities, you guys. He easily had two opportunities to make some impactful plays. 
that statement right there to me was pretty powerful, going to be a big part of our future just to get him those, those game-like reps against a really good opponent like the Detroit Lions, a hostile environment. I thought that spe- spoke volumes to how, what Eberflus thinks about Terrell Smith and maybe what the organization you know sees in him as they kind of continue to develop him and get him some more reps. Yeah, that one I didn't have any problems with because if you feel that way about a young player, you need to get him some reps and they're trying to ramp him up. So I actually found that to be a very good explanation for why Terrell Smith got in the game for Tyreek Stevenson at times. Because I think we're all wondering, like, in the middle of the game, like, why is that happening? Is Stevenson playing poorly? It doesn't seem like he is. And actually, like, PFF graded Stevenson, like, perfect, essentially, for, you know, the game he had. Um, So you want to get young guys on the field? You got to give them opportunities. I didn't have a problem with that at all. And I did find what – I heard that comment, and I was like, ooh. Okay, Jalen Johnson. Hey, you want – Listen, he had a great opportunity to make a play. He didn't make a play, and then it was it. Jalen or Flus is talking about when he goes back to India to be the defensive coordinator. There, he's going to trade for Terrell Smith. That that could be the case too. Mm-hmm. Did you get a sense, Nick, that uh, there was any resignation in it to his fate from the Flus when he's answering Kevin Powell's question? Did, did that creep in your mind? Like, oh, you know, it's over. I mean, you can you can definitely interpret it that way. It's like that's the NFL, right? It's a result based business. And from you know when Eberflus got the job as head coach to where he's at now, he's got six wins to show for it. So you can definitely look at those comments saying that's the NFL, right? It's about executing. Well, we know on a consistent basis on you know on the football field, Eberflus's teams usually don't execute right. And when you look at the results that come afterwards, that's the same exact case. So you can look at it that way, or maybe Iberflus knows something that we don't and knows that his job is secure. Like, who knows? But you could definitely interpret it that way because ultimately this league comes down to wins and losses. The Bears have not gotten enough wins since Iberflus has taken over as head coach. Uh, Nick, you, you tweeted out earlier during the press conference, you said to help prepare for the Vikings defense, Matt Eberflew said there will be unscouted looks this week that could help prepare the Bears offense for all the different looks Minnesota brings defensively. Is, you know, is that a little bit of an admission that they weren't fully prepared first time around and maybe explain kind of how that unscouted looks helps them? Yeah, I think just with because with Brian Flores' defense, like you can have one snap look completely different from the next one and have seven guys lined up on the line of scrimmage and not know exactly who's who's going to actually be blitzing. So I think having these unscouted looks will keep the Bears offense, you know, on on their toes a little bit, not knowing what to expect because that's that's honestly how Brian Flores' defense works. And I think what he said too, so I think our guys will have a good understanding of where we're going to attack and how we're going to operate to win this game, you know, it speaks, I think, to the confidence that Matt Eberflus believes this Bears offense will be in when they go into Minnesota on Monday Night Football. We better see that because this is a team, last time they played at Soldier Field, didn't know what was, you know, Justin Fields was obviously the quarterback at that time before he got injured, but they couldn't identify who was actually blitzing where the pressure was coming from, who, where the hot and the answers were in terms of hot routes. So, yeah, I think that's a good approach to, you know, trying to face a defense like this because you don't know exactly who's going to blitz. You can only watch so much tape and they show you something differently. So I think it's a, it's a good approach. But, again, Iberflu said he thinks they have a good understanding of where they're going to attack and how they're going to operate to win this game. Nick, great stuff. Uh, before we let you go to – 
Thanksgiving. Uh, anything else? Uh, well, I hope every, all you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving and enjoy the delicious food spread that is uh, out there for you know you guys. But uh, it's I'm grateful for you guys, and it was a really fun hanging out with Cole yesterday. But yeah, and just just enjoy your Thanksgiving. Back at you, Nick. Grateful for you, buddy. You uh, you make me better. Thanks, you guys. There he is, Nicholas Moriano. Follow him on Twitter at Nicholas Moriano and read all his work at allchgo.com. Um, you know what I was? You know what I did this morning, guys? Showered. I hope. I did. You know where I showered? Brushed your teeth. You tried to trick me there. I still can go back to what I was about to go to this read. You know where I showered? Where's that? At Midtown Athletic Club. Ah. Did you go steam? I went steam. Did you go sauna? No, you don't do both. You got to go one or the other. I go combo. <laughs> okay. Well, they're there for you if you want to go combo. Hey, they are. I love uh, them both. What I did do is I swam laps. Outside, 36-degree weather. Oh. Dude, it felt so good. The pool's 82. It was, like, perfect. But you still get the cool-down effect when you get out. Felt like a boss. And then I jumped straight into the hot tub, of course. Great start to your day, buddy. Yeah. Where do you do that? At Midtown Athletic Club in Bannockburn. Wow. It was a great, it's pretty great cool. location. There yeah. it is. Uh, Palatine, they also have in the northwest suburbs. They're renovating that club right now. It's going to be awesome. And Willowbrook in the southwest suburbs. Of course, Midtown Athletic Club in Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. You can't miss that one. Uh, Midtown Palatine launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club. It will be complete in early 2024. And listeners can lock in favorable, favorable rates right now if they join before the end of the year. Look, Midtown has something for everyone, whether you're single, whether you got families, whether you got kids, you're trying to just make some life cha- lifestyle changes. Um they got everything for you over there at Midtown, and the locker rooms are great. You want me to go into detail about my shower? Sure. <laughs> or are you good? No, but because I'm a big like the water pressure has to be perfect. Your high maintenance in your shower. Oh. Get out of here. About water pressure. Water pressure is one of the most important things you can oh, do you, do you possibly. Can't experience. have a low flow. Are you? Are no, you low low flow, bad flow. No, we need no. We don't want a strong flow. That's yeah. good. What about what about the conditioner? How often do you condition? Well, the one I use at home is the combo. That you can go combo. I don't know about that. I think you're cheating yourself on that. No. I did use the conditioner today, though, in the shower. You did? Yeah. What about a lotion? Did you go post-lotion? Oh, got to. It's winter in Chicago. What about I do you not ki- go lotion? Well, these are things you have in Midtown. I really like the smell of the lotion uh-huh. at Midtown. I don't know what it was, but it was really good. Lawrence is unthankful for this conversation. <laughs> Correct. Lawrence is unthankful for all of us. Like, on Thanksgiving, the last thing Lawrence is going to think about is any of us. I'm thankful for the yeah, yeah. Fa- Com- combos. We had a great lunch yesterday with Lawrence. He was in a great turkey. mood. He was You were you were lovely. Was great when? Sp- yesterday? Yesterday at Fratello's. Oh, I hated myself yesterday at lunch. You did? Yeah, I was very upset about the start of yesterday's show. Oh, you were, it's you not were one s- thing, it's another with the damn audio. The stupid, our stream yard technology, it sucks. Hate it. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> But we love Midtown <laughs> Athletic Club, which we're still talking about right now. Uh, yoga, boxing, spin classes, they got everything. And, of course, the best tennis courts and programming in the sport. Midtown has indoor and outdoor tennis, pickleball, paddle paddle tennis, USTA, professional quality all the way. When are we going to play tennis? Whenever you want, pal. I'm tonight. In. Tonight? Yeah. No, I'm not. I can't tonight. Head over to midtown.com slash CHGO. Find out more. Tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. Uh, I hear Carm is actually giving out tours. I am uh, 
you know, talking to Midtown about a variety of ways in which I can contribute. And um, I would love to give tours and also, you know, host tennis events and all these things that are on my mind. But more importantly than that, uh, as uh, we segue from our friends at Midtown, let's segue over to our friends at Goose Island Beer Company. When you are enjoying your Thanksgiving, you should make sure that you've got some of Chicago's beer since 1988. <laughs> Chug down a couple of 312 wheat ales or sip on them, whatever you want to do. Full pocket pills, the beer hug family, Oktoberfest. Don't do Thanksgiving without our friends at Goose Island. You would just be doing it wrong. Grab an ultra fresh brewery exclusive beer at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park. If you're going out for the Wednesday to uh, prior to Thanksgiving tonight, big night out there. Good luck to all you 20 year olds out there looking to rekindle the high school yeah, flames. Amateur hour. This is this is a big night for you. I know. That's how I know I'm old. We don't even do that anymore. Don't I don't know. It's probably been 10 years since I did that. I mean, that's the dream, right? You go. You're you're, you're the single guy. You see the high school girl that you always were interested in. No longer in high school. Let's. You don't know anything about that, Braggs. You've always been a tied down guy. I get it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Clarification, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but do that at the original brew house at Clybourne Avenue, Lincoln Park, or you can go to their tap room tonight at Fulton Street West Town. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. All right. Um, got some super chats to get to. Also, did you pull that sound I asked you to pull? He did no, not. He didn't. Okay. What sound? No Perfect. idea what you're talking about. The sound of silence. The sound of darkness, my old friend. Silence. All right. Um, yeah, there's this app we use called Slack where we exchange messages pre-show and you yeah, never I asked check you them. to pull a clip. Yeah. So I'll anyway, clip. we can still talk about the clip. <laughs> He's going to do it right now with his <laughs> cram computer. <laughs> with his cram computer. Fast to pull a clip. Cram computer. You, you don't need to, honestly. Okay, it's good. It's not going to work. So yeah, no. there's no chance it's going to work. Yeah, okay. I, what we're going to talk about was because we didn't really have the opportunity to hit on this yesterday, but, and it happened after our Monday show, oh. but my... My favorite floose moment of the season happened on Monday. Yeah, I In thought Monday's about this. Pressure. We should have this audio. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked for it about 8.30 this morning. Oh, 8.30. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so Monday, Maddie Refluse is asked by Jason Leisure, and I'm paraphrasing the question, but it was basically which calls or decisions from Sunday's loss to the Lions – do you wish you had back or could correct? And he went on this random explanation of what they did well defensively in New Orleans like a month ago. Which nobody even remembers. <laughs> it had nothing to do with Sunday's game. He also didn't remember who was defensive coordinator. And then he goes, and there were great calls by the defensive coordinator, which is me. Me. That's right. I I have to say, this back and forth between Flus and Leisure, I think is my new favorite TV show. <laughs> it's you, like every day, and I love it. Let me ask you this. Who hates who more right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not do that. Well, there's, but I think we have to do that at this point. Like that, that is a weird, that is one weird relationship. What's I think up? it's a great relationship. And What's I up your it? sleeve? <laughs> well, he didn't do that. What's up yours? Yeah. Get it right. Now, maybe they like each other. Maybe they're, maybe they're having Thanksgiving together. Who knows? Maybe it's just, it's just a work this situation. Maybe there's absolutely no nothing, but how is that your answer though? 
You know what? When I, I get it. What do you want to do differently uh, yesterday? Or what did you wish you did differently yesterday? Oh, uh, well, a month ago in New Orleans, right. um, we had these great defensive calls by the defensive coordinator. That's me. It, it, the, the real question with this is too, like, <laughs> I mean, how when, when when Ryan Poles is sitting in his office, he's watching this stuff. Is he laughing at him? Is he like... I'm laughing. Like, I'm enjoying... I'm not even being kid. Like, like I'm I'm bringing this up sort of in a jokey manner, but I, 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 I'm entertained. Well, if if he was actually funny about it, it would be okay. Like if he had a sense of humor. Well, you know, when we go back, if we look back, you know, there's some sweet calls were made, like by me, right, right here, buddy. I yeah, made you that. know who does that? Mike McDaniel does that, right? So, right, have yeah. some fun with it. He did a whole like one minute uh, thing like- earlier this season that ended with like, and that was a great job by me. <laughs> And that's funny. Well, yeah, but they're winning football games. The Bears are abysmal, and everybody's job is on the line, and that's why it's not funny, you know. And Bears fans are taking exception. We're taking exception to how they're going to call Justin Fields out for doing – he needs to show this, this, and this here to end the season. And that was what Jason Leisure was essentially alluding to with him. Like, hey, what do you – you know – like, what can you do better? And even in that moment where he's asked specifically, what can you do better? He can't answer he the question. Too. Jason followed up and was like, no, specifically yesterday. <laughs> right. And it's and like, like, oh, I'm not going to get into that. And, and I've had scheme. some people come at me like, oh, you're reading too much into it. He's taking accountability. No. Right. It, it, it's very little, if any. And that was put on full display. It's, it's, that's not good leadership. You should always start with what you can do better. You can talk about, you're the head coach. You're welcome to, you know, talk about the critical thoughts of the players on your team. But as a head coach, you should also talk about what you can do better to put your players in a position to win. Can can I, can can one of you be Matt Eberflus and I'll be Matt Eberflus's media coach? Will you take that on for just a second? I'll be Flus? Yeah. Okay. Hey, 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 Matt, it's Carm. What's uh, up, yours? They're, 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 okay, don't say that again. <laughs> they're going to ask you today about how you can be better. Do you understand that's coming your way? But I'm perfect. Okay, you're not perfect. You guys have lost too many games, so let's not go into delusion. I appreciate the yeah, fact that we're making progress. I like that you think that, Close. and you are, and you absolutely are, and you were in that game. I like your confidence, but but that's not going to work. This is what I want you to say. When they when they say to you, what could you have done better, just look up straight and win the game. But we didn't win the game. Right. Correct, and your job is to win. You get that, right? Uh, my job's to coach them. Okay, he's not, he is not this incompetent. I <laughs> refuse to believe <laughs> he's this. Fun. All he has to do is say, like, just, you don't have to get defensive. Win the game. No, it, well, there is a touch of arrogance to it. It's good. Jim, you should be arrogant. You're the Jim head Jim Boylan-esque. You, oh. know, you have one of 32 don't jobs in the whole world. But it is, Ouch. isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, but, but you have one of 32 jobs in the whole world. You have Jim a right. Boylan started no, to get snappy to with the point, media. Like, I, this is not just a floose thing. This is... A lot of football coaches, a lot of different levels. Okay, like we get—I I don't understand why they can't just answer things. Okay, let me give you an example. We gave up a kick return touchdown against St. Viator this year. Okay, I don't have to do media after the game. I, you know, fine. But if someone asked me, Bobby Narang's not coming over to interview you. Is he still out there, Bobby <laughs> Naranging? What a pull by you! I love Bobby Narang. I haven't seen a Bobby Narang. Um. But if someone asked me after that game, like, what should you, what do you wish had gone differently on that kick return you gave up? I would have said, 
I tackle wish, him. I wish we had a different call and we didn't kick him the ball, kick the ball to him. Right. He said that like because it's uh, duh, like no kid, like and, and sometimes I don't understand why that's so hard to just say, well, like uh, yeah, I wish we had a different call there because you know that wasn't supposed to happen the way it did and. We'll, the, the, we'll get that fixed to make sure it doesn't happen again. Which, by the way, we didn't get a kick return the rest of the year. Like, right? We fix it. You know, that it doesn't have to be that hard. Like, right. the bad plays are bad. Everyone can see they're bad. Yep. It's not that hard to just sometimes be like, yeah, we screwed that up, and I could have made a better call there. Will there be changes? Mike Tom, you damn right there's going to be changes. We, 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 we were horrible. Yes, that was another good example we <laughs> right. talked about a few weeks ago. Do you see what he? Uh, but again, then they go ahead. What did Tomlin say this morning? Something about like we're not urinating on a fire. We're just trying to win a damn football game or something. I didn't. I missed that one. I but love that's Mike part, Tomlin. I, I love Mike Tomlin. Hey Matt, Matt, they're going to ask you about your job, uh, your your job security right now. Matt, just say this. I am here to make my players be as good as they can possibly be. The focus has never been about me. It's about the guys in the room, and I'm going to do everything I can the rest of the way to make these guys get to the to, to reach their potential, to have this team reach their potential. And if that's deemed, I, hopefully that will be deemed good enough that I can stay in this position that I love. But if it's not, then I understand because this is the business. Done. Period. All right, let's get to some supers. SPR. Five Canadian doll hairs. Does Poles want to fire Eberflus? No. Probably not. Does Kevin Warren have a higher standard than accepting a 6-22 and record 0-9 in the division? God, I hope so. And he follows this up with another five Canadian dollar super chat. Warren, clear, concise, pro. Poles, clear, direct, candid, flus. Babbling, incoherent, confusing as hell. That that actually is a, that's a great super chat SPR because it is striking how different they are in facing the media and how the, and their communication skills. And I would think for someone who does communicate well, you would think that that at least I'm not saying that should be the all the equation, but it should be some of the equation. It should bother them. Stephen Weatherford, nine ninety nine super chat. Will us keeping Fields or drafting a quarterback? Depend on what head coach we get. Poles drafted DBs for Fluce's system because Fluce doesn't blitz and depends on the front four to get pressure. Um, yeah, I keep saying this. Guys, QB decision does not need to be made the day the season's over. You, you, It's like last year. You're going to go through the scouting process. You're going to look at what's available. I would hope if you're going to change head coaches, that would influence those decisions. But that's why that decision does kind of have to happen if you're going to get a new head coach. No, because you bring in the head coach and then you get his input on what he wants to do. Okay. If you make the quarterback yep. decision nope. before the head coach, you're doing exactly what Phil Emery did when he replaced Lovey Smith. Quarterback decision. Jay Cutler's my guy. Dave Tobe says, I don't want Jay Cutler. Well, you're not a candidate anymore. That's stupid. That's not how it should be. Fair. You should, you should hire the coach. Not based on which quarterback he wants. Hire the coach that you think's best for the job. Then you bring that coach in and on the process. You certainly ask those questions. Right. Hey, what do you think about Fields? What do you What do you think about you know? But you don't narrow. There's no point in narrowing yourself down. Then you make it collaboratively together. After that, Chicago Bears listed Adam Hogue. That's an excellent point. And Stephen, you've been on fire today in the chat. You've made me laugh at least three times. Another one here, four ninety nine from Stephen. My take on turkey one day a year is like, why buy a tree for Xmas for one time a year? 
Because the tree sits there for yeah, the Christmas the tree weeks. is up for more than one day. Well, he's saying eat turkey more than one day. I think maybe he's not. Oh, that's how I took it, but it could be taken. I eat turkey all the time. I like turkey sandwiches. There's just see, I nearly stopped the mayonnaise on the way over all, here. But there is a legion of people. I have an army of people <laughs> that hate turkey, and they're smart people. They're good people. Yeah, you're anti-American, is what you are. You don't like the greatest holiday of all time. How does it feel? Great. Feels great. <laughs> I feel I like hate a million football bucks. on Thanksgiving. No, I love football on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, excited that's for, the except take. when the Bears are on Thanksgiving. I did not like that. Yeah, me neither. You think I want to be in Detroit? Yeah, but I don't I didn't not like it for you, Adam. Nobody cares about you. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Bears fans. This is supposed to be a you great care about James and Olivia who don't have their right. father. I care about them. That's yeah. true. I yeah. do. Greg. I care about them. Sorry. Unfortunately, James. your family has to have you tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the sake of them, I hope Purdue wins tonight. Yeah. Because no, you're gonna ruin Thanksgiving if Marquette wins. No, I'll be fine. I mean, I'll be yeah. going crazy during the game like I was yeah. last night during the happy Shout out hour. to Shaka Smart. Wisconsin should have hired you uh, a decade ago. Who's playing? Yeah. Marquette versus Purdue for the Maui Championship. Whoever wins the game is going to be number one overall in the country. Don't care. Yeah, yeah you do. I no, care I don't. a little bit. I really, yeah, okay, fine. You're right. I do care. I want you to lose. There you go. I can't root for Marquette, though. Steven, but five that never, that never pounds sterling. Eberflus would be your next... I'm sorry, Eberflus would be your favorite uncle, but he's not a head coach. I wish him all the best in Drunk his next uncle. DC job. Uh, Vincent, $10. How many coaches in football are pressing to stop golf? Fields keeps DCs up at night. He has to be accounted for. I take Fields every time. That's a, the argument I make all the time, Vincent. I totally, when they're, what are the Vikings doing right now? They're game planning for Justin Fields. Hey, Vincent, who led the... Lions back in the last f- three minutes and two seconds. Because he threw three picks. Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. No. Okay. okay. I, 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 I despise the position that you get put in when you talk quarterback in this town, but it's just so unbelievably ridiculous. Well, I'm waiting for Justin. I know, L- Mr. Secret Bajant Man. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> this guy plays. This it guy, means you're the problem. Uh, I'm the problem. You're part of I'm the problem. problem. I'm the problem. Okay, I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, yeah, Taylor. Yeah, okay, Taylor. listen, listen. I'm sorry. The guy played well, and I wanted to see more of him. And that was a, that was a terrible take. <laughs> <laughs> Cole really liked your Ty Curious line. I am Ty Curious. Uh, all right, nine ninety nine. Super chat from Justin Lee. I bend the knee and pledge fealty, fealty <laughs> to Justin Fields. GB three. Let's this go. This is my friend Justin from What's the Spaces. GB3? So he's a friend from Spaces. He's clinically insane, and he's decided now because I revealed to him that I always wanted a boy. You know, because I lived with women my whole life. So then he decided, all right, I'll be your son. So he's Greg Braggs the third now. Amazing. That's essentially what he's saying. And his saying he likes to say is bend the knee and pledge pledge fealty to Justin Fields. These are things he says. I mean, he's I, a really nice guy, and also clinically insane. 
everybody that you associate with are great people. They're just, it's a wonderful eclectic group. You've met Justin. He's come to our draft party. Yes. He, he's come to some of our events and tailgates. So you're talking smack about him. I'm not talking and smack yep, about anybody. No, he is Justin. We, do we have to get out of their way? Yeah. So we should probably do that. Logan, uh, $2 opinion on pairing Brock Bowers with Komet lethal. Komet doesn't need anybody. I mean, it sounds like I, I mean, Brock Bowers is awesome, but it sounds like a, a luxury you don't necessarily need, but I wouldn't hate it. Bear Down Omaha, $2. If JF1 looked like Mitch, they would call late hits. I do like you putting that out there. Yeah, it's not. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Drew Black, $10. Seen certain media members bring up field stats in an argument that Flus Getzy maybe should stay. Who's done that, mate? Yeah. It's probably Leventhal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. I, 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 I missed it. That's a very inside joke for those two. That was a bad inside joke on one of the great media members of all time. You're my guy. Uh, what, what about what about the coach? <laughs> <laughs> what about the coach's stats? You think you would do it a Super Bowl <laughs> with Flues as a head coach? Also, Carm sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a great ending to also, this Carm sucks. Oh, God, you're good, Drew Black. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> um, I don't think I can finish this. Okay, show. I don't even know. Is that the last maybe? one? Uh, yes. That was the last one, but uh, last one. <laughs> all right, AR But hold on. Black Friday is coming up. We got a huge sale for you up to ninety percent off. Spend seventy five dollars, you'll get a fifteen dollar gift card. Go yep. to the CHGO locker. Team team gear, at least twenty percent off. CHGO gear thirty-three percent off. If you had read the notion, you'd know that I'd be reading this. Hogue. Hats and hoodies, ten dollars off. <laughs> Spend seventy-five or more and receive fifteen dollar gift card. Some restrictions may apply. Black Friday sale from the 24th to the 27th. Good job, Greg. He didn't it's 114. You should have read that like 25 minutes ago. That's why I started reading nope. it. Uh, well, nope. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're, we're dark Don't you love the, just the overall vibe that we have here? As a, like this is family. This is Thanksgiving. This, 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 this is you get together with your family and you argue with them every single day, but it's all out of love. This is the best work family. Are Damn you it. gonna get a haircut or shave for Thanksgiving? <laughs> like you've had what, all this what? like extra hair on your the back I'm of your neck. I'm growing it out. Like a mullet. You are? Like like Feeny. Like Dan Feeney? No, I'm not growing out the back. I'm you growing got, out like, the hair top. Getting... All over the back of your neck. You need to get cleaned up. Go okay. to a barber. You've got like this five-hour shadow that's no, been okay. around for a week and a half now. <laughs> you have a raccoon on your face. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Get cleaned up. <laughs> okay. All right, Greg. I'll get cleaned up for you. You got it, buddy. When I see you on on Monday, I'll I'll look fresh. All right. You got it. I'll, I'll take. Not the, for I'll, me. No, 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 for no. For the uh, people that you'll be with tomorrow whatever. that you love so much. <laughs> okay, they don't care. I love you guys. Yeah, love you back. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. We are uh, we are dark tomorrow for the holiday. Uh, Nick and Will have you covered on Friday. 
uh, with the preview show. And, uh, of course, we'll have coverage from House Hall all weekend as well. Bears, Vikings, Monday. We got you covered yeah. here at CHO. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy that prime rib. We all silly like the mayor. 